What are some of the current hottest banking fraud schemes specifically in the UK? Hi, my name is Tom Field. I'm Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Lamore Kessem. She's a cybersecurity evangelist with IBM Security. Lamore, thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you, Tom. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm always eager to talk to you because you've always got a, a just a, a plethora of new research and new insights to, to dig into. So I'm eager to hear from you today. Great. As we head into the second quarter of 2016, what are some of the predominant malware trends that you're watching globally, but also specific to the UK? So, Tom, what I would say is the most predominant trend we're seeing out there nowadays is organized cybercrime just getting greedier than ever. The complexity, the scale, and the ever more brazen nature of cybercrime operations are rising rapidly. So I'll give you two examples. We all heard about the very recent Bank of Bangladesh case. That's on a larger scale of things where you really see organized cybercrime mixed with just organized street crime. But we see it even in the malware configuration files where we look at the trending target type. There is an intent focus on the highest value accounts at the bank. So that's the corporate, the business, enterprise, treasury, institutional, high value individuals as well. So like banking for professionals. So for doctors, lawyers, etc. So there's that. And hefty bank accounts are so interesting now to cyber criminals that they monitor that in their botnet control panels. They literally can pull the balances from accounts directly to their dashboards, and then they filter out the top targets and then apply a more advanced attack scenario to those accounts. So we have those things that target customers, and we also see that bankers are being targeted. So the bank, bank executives are being targeted more than ever by uh, teams like the Carbonac team. Uh, th- these are the top most impactful trends that we're seeing. Lamore, I want to ask you to dig into some of your research, and maybe you can share with me some of the statistics that really show the raw impact of malware-fueled fraud schemes. Okay, well, what we're seeing, you know, since we're on an emphasis on the U.K., we're seeing a lot in the U.K. is the work of advanced Trojans that are typically operated by those organized gangs. The top offenders in the U.K. are also the top offenders on a global scale. So we have number one is NeverQuest. It's a variant that belongs to a closed crime faction from Eastern Europe. Uh, and we have the Drydex Trojan, which ranks uh, second. And even recently, uh, we're seeing the UK attacked by another Trojan called Goodkit, which used to be partial only to France. In the numbers, peak attack numbers that we see uh, for each malware can easily reach 5,000 infections per day. And if we're looking at detection of malicious access attempts, it could reach 40,000 times a day for each uh, of the malware families that we have, uh, we're tracking here at IBM Security. Lamar, I want to ask you about some specific types of attack schemes. And the first I want to ask you about is redirection attacks. What can you tell me about those and their impact? So this scheme was something that the Dyer Gang came up with in 2014. It hijacks victims to another website before they can ever reach their bank's site. What happens here is that the criminal initiates a wire transfer in the background, and to complete it, they can extract information from the victim in real time by keeping them on a fake website. The UK is a top target of malware that uses this type of scheme. 
And I want to note here that once this happens, this redirection happens, the victim is taken away from the bank's website before ever reaching it. So it is the victim is not protected by anything the bank deploys on their website. They're not there. They're not able to help them. Before the DAR takedown, DAR was the top offender using this. But since January this year, we also have the Drydex Trojan Gang doing the same thing. In February, we observed some NeverQuest attacks launching a similar type of redirection on a select uh, account from the botnet. So this is about redirection. It's really a scrambler in security, and there are solutions that can protect against it, but there are not too many. The next scheme I want to talk to you about is the one that everybody seems to be talking about these days, and that's ransomware and cyber extortion. What are you seeing? Uh, Digital ransom of all types is becoming a huge issue and a pain point for organizations more than even individuals. So if we look at companies affected by either kind of uh, malice, the actual lockers that take over files and encrypt them, or if we look at uh, hackers that do active extortion, the company is in trouble either way. And it stands to see losses in the shape of hard cash. Of course, they're losing data. They can face soft costs to manage the issue and reputational effect. In the UK, we've seen the biggest, most damaging case to date in terms of, uh, of extortion. That was the TalkTalk ransom. So if we look at the numbers here, TalkTalk was held up for £80,000, but the damages sustained included $94 million in breach ex- expenses. That was $94 million in breach expenses. $29 million in lost revenue, and they saw 95,000 customers out the door. So you can see how this could be extremely stressful to any uh, CISO these days, especially when this trend is expected to gain further momentum this year. Lamore, another trend that we certainly see taking momentum is business email compromise. What are your observations? I think this is just a disastrous trick that mixes cybercrime and social engineering at its best at this time. Uh, It's a global threat to corporations, large and small uh, companies, particularly dangerous because it hacks the humans even more than it hacks technology, although it's a mixture of both. So in the UK, figures for just the first half of 2015 showed that over 715 UK businesses reported that they fell prey to this type of scam. And as you know, Tom, with any reporting system, the true number is probably several times that figure. The average losses for the UK companies were about £1 million each, and of course, some cases were worse than others. In the UK, in the US, if you look at Ubiquity Networks, they lost $46 million to this type of fraud. It's becoming, according to the FBI, a billion-dollar loss case on a global scale. And the problem here is that we need a lot more education inside the organization, and we need collaboration between uh, the banks and uh, corporations for them to be able to know that What's being hacked here is actual humans. They're being convinced with social engineering, and eventually they carry out the transaction in a legitimate way, but it's an illegitimate transaction. Lamore, the final scheme I want to talk to you about is mobile compromise. What do you see happening specifically in the U.K.? So we have quite a bit happening these days on the mobile threat scene. A month ago, we reported about the source code for the most popular mobile malware GM bot was leaked in the underground. And just two weeks ago, uh, the vendor and author of that malware released a second version for sale. Uh, The reason it's important to take notice here is because GMBot, it's what's called overlay malware. It mixes 
social engineering with fake apps, uh, fake application windows that pop up and ask people for their credentials. And it also has spyware capabilities. If we look at this kind of malware, it's very applicable to a geography like the UK because um, it is, in general, everything that targets organizations and banks always goes to the UK. Usually it's because of the value of the British pound. Criminals will attempt to get as much money as they can for their attacks. GMBot is a one-stop fraud shop. It can access and exfiltrate different types of critical information on the device. So, for example, it will launch a fake window to get the person's online banking credentials. And then if it needs to listen out for the second factor authentication, it could be via SMS. It will steal the SMS. If it needs to receive a phone call or an automated call, it will divert calls. If it needs to block calls from the bank, it can block the calls from the bank. So this sort of thing makes uh, a malware like GMBot very advanced, and so it goes for an advanced threat landscape like the UK. So, Lamar, if you take a step back and look at every one of these schemes we've talked about, we've talked about attacks on institutions, we've talked about attacks on their executives, their employees, even their devices. Given this broad threat landscape and attack surface, where do you now see the biggest security gaps within UK financial institutions as they try to respond to all of these different attack vectors? Luckily, I think that the UK banks are very responsive and proactive when it comes to advanced threats. Since this is by far the most lucrative geography to cyber criminals, the UK knows more about advanced Trojans than any other part of the world. If I had to name gaps, uh, they would not be very different than other places. We have the redirection attacks that require a specialized solution to detect them. We have the human factor, like what we see in the uh, business email compromise fraud. We see the extortion cases everywhere. So in that sense, the UK doesn't have any special gaps that would be different from other parts of the globe. So talk to me strategically in terms of what advice you would offer organizations to improve their detection and response to these threats we've talked about. When it comes to more advanced threats and those that affect customers, then like anything else we do in life, talk to the experts. Collaborate with different stakeholders like law enforcement, industry, specialists that know the threats that the organization is dealing with in the geography that it's dealing with. Use the right technology for the threats that most impact your organization. And if there's a new add-on for a new beast, then get it. It will pay itself off in prevented fraud. I also think that the human factor is becoming increasingly important everywhere. So educating people is is not just something we used to say a few years ago, education, education. Really educate the top customers. Make sure businesses are very well aware of the risks and recommend even new processes that will make it much harder for criminals to trick employees with uh, something like business email compromise fraud, for example. In some cases of the business email compromise, The criminals actually called the bank as well and told them, hey, you're going to be receiving a request from this company, so process it ASAP because it's urgent. So they're doing social engineering everywhere, and this is exactly what I'm saying. We need to educate everyone, employees on the organization and on the bank side, and this is becoming super important. Finally, let's talk about the technology. What are some of the specific IBM tools and services that organizations should explore? 
At IBM Security, we have solutions that are designed for the enterprise, like Big Fix, for example. It's an enterprise-grade platform for the management of endpoint security, so that could work for organizations. On the fraud front, we have the top solutions in the industry from IBM Trustier, like the rapport for endpoints or pinpoint malware detection for the bank servers to be able to protect customers from pretty much every kind of malware. And we also have pinpoint criminal detection that today discovers those redirection attacks from the most advanced Trojans like Drydex, it used to be Dyer, and now NeverQuest. So those who wish to learn more about our solutions, it's pretty simple. You just Google IBM Security. You see the entire product portfolio there and then be able to see, uh, you know, whatever matches with the organization's needs. Lamar, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you, Tom. The topic has been the hottest banking fraud schemes in the U.K. I've been speaking with Lamar Kessem, cybersecurity evangelist with IBM Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.